Lord, how do I surrender to you? How do I abide in you? How do I stay conscious and aware of your presence all of the time? How do I lean on you? And trusting that he is the way, he will unfold it with each step of our obedience and our faithfulness as we stay close to him. Thanks for tuning in to the Grace Lace Podcast. I'm Eve Stipes, and together with my co-host, Ruth Jo Simons, we are wrapping up a really special season today. For the last several weeks, we've had the privilege of sitting down with incredible guests to hear how the character of God has met them. All of it in celebration of the September 12th release of Ruth's newest devotional, Pilgrim, 25 Ways God's Character Leads Us Onward. We were so delighted to sit down and chat with Ruth's dear friend, Ann Voskamp, for today's conversation. Ann is a farmer's wife, mama to seven, and a four-time New York Times bestselling author of 10 books, including her most recent, Waymaker, and the 60-week New York Times bestseller, 1,000 Gifts, which has sold more than 1.5 million copies and has been translated into more than 20 languages. Named by Christianity Today as one of 50 women most shaping culture and the church today, Anne knows unspoken broken, big country skies, and an intimacy with God that touches tender places. With an MA in evangelism and leadership from Wheaton, and pursuing her doctorate of ministry from Wheaton, she and her husband took a leap of faith to restore a 125-year-old stone church into the village table, a place where everyone has a seat and belongs to a community that restores and restories. I can't wait for you to hear today's combo. So let's get to it. I am incredibly pleased to have my dear friend Ann Voskamp on the podcast today. And I cannot believe that it's taken this long for us to have a conversation on this podcast, <laughs> but we've talked in person at your farm on the very thing that we're talking about today, and that is God as our shepherd. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. It is a complete and total delight to be with you. And Ruth, to think that I don't know, three, is that right, Ruth? Three three weeks weeks. ago, three weeks ago, you were on the farm holding one of my sheep right here. (laughs) And (laughs) contemplating whether or not I need to have sheep of my own. I think you do. Honestly, Uh, I think you do. But then because of Anne, it's not even like normal sheep all are, like, no. I don't even want the, the average sheep now. I want <laughs> the kind that Anne has with the perfect little black little nose oh, and the perfect I wiry, oh my goodness. Yes, all their little wool. Yes, yes, yes. Any sheep at all, Ruth. Any sheep at all. You can't <laughs> help but fall in love with the lamb. Seriously. Well, we have seen Anne with her sheep mm. on social media. We've heard her talk about it. Yeah. But I am so grateful that you are coming to share your heart about why why you're a shepherdess, why you um, yeah. care for sheep, why this matters so much. And oh. because I'm so grateful that you're here supporting Pilgrim mm. and yeah. you came in person to the Pilgrim Stories event. Yes. And um I teared up so much behind the scenes that you didn't even see, knowing that you would love me that much to come and support no. and show up just to just to um, encourage me with your presence mm. and just to mm. say, I am here for this content and mm. I care about the message mm. of this book. So thank you, friend, for coming out to Dallas. For well, that. Um, um, Ruth, it was the easiest decision I've ever had to make. Mm-hmm. Seriously, you are a sister in Christ. I believe you are profoundly anointed of the Lord for such a time as now. 
I sat there in Dallas and I listened to you bring this pilgrim message. Ruth, it is a message for this cultural moment. We all need, yeah. all, we, all we see is roadblocks and we don't know what is the way forward. Can mm -hmm. we see that this world is not our home? We are yeah. sojourners and pilgrims on the way. How do we live in the way himself? Know the character and heart of God that he ultimately is our truest home. The message you brought in Dallas, the message you bring in Pilgrim. I am so, I am thrilled. It is an utter joy to come mm -hmm. alongside. And when, when Eve reached out and said, and which of the characters, characteristics <laughs> of God? <laughs> like, oh, God as our good shepherd, please. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, I... I feel like you have modeled this so well mm. for us to help us see in your everyday life that you lean on Jesus as our good shepherd, that yeah. it's not just something that he randomly says about himself. He purposely calls yes. himself the shepherd. Why don't you share with us a little bit about, well, I mean, all the things, right? I want to yeah. know well, I, why I you got into... I, why I got into sheep. But she, actually, Ruth, it's really interesting to me. The First of all, the serendipitous providential grace that we'll be talking today because yes. I just got back. I was <laughs> two days in the wonderful state of Iowa in Des Moines at sheep school at I a, love it. A, a national sheep show with, with shepherds from all over the world, the UK, New Zealand, Scotland, Sweden. So to get to sit with like, I mean, I feel like a an amateur shepherdess with a teeny wee little flock, but it was really a joy to get to sit with shepherds and shepherdesses who have massive flocks and to lean in, like to look in the faces of sheep over the last two days in Des Moines and think God could, God could have picked any animal mm. at all to say mm -hmm. that we are. And he chooses, you are like sheep. Yeah. Sheep, sheep are, um, sheep are fragile creatures. Mm. Sheep can be skittish creatures mm -hmm. that are terribly afraid. Sheep are flocking creatures. They cannot, yes. yeah. you cannot, if you wanted to buy a sheep right now, Ruth, I would say you must bare minimum buy at least three sheep. They, they, hmm. they, they, they can't they, survive they, alone. They, huh? they cannot survive alone. They literally, truly will die if there's just one sheep. We're made for community. Mm -hmm. We're made to be a body. And the, that flocking group of sheep, they need a shepherd to lead them. They cannot find their way themselves. So do we have, first of all, do we trust the character and heart of God that he is a good shepherd, mm -hmm. that he is for us? And then do we have a way of life that keeps us following the shepherd? And that's what I love. I mean, Pilgrim Ruth is the most beautiful book to lay out on your coffee table and characteristic by characteristic, flip it day by day and remind mm -hmm. yourself, this is who I am following. This is, yes. was it Spurgeon who says, you know, when I cannot maybe see the heart of God or mm -hmm. see the hand of God, do I trust the heart of God? Right. Do I... Do I keep returning to what do I know about my shepherd? So I just think, Ruth, if we can have a a mental understanding, I, the reason I can't find my way through is because I'm a sheep. Mm -hmm. I need a shepherd. So where are my, just like you wrote, what we behold is what we become. Where are my eyes turned? Who am I beholding and keeping my eyes fixed on? So I can, I can keep following him because really the pilgrim is a sheep won't be able to determine the path and the road by themselves. They will, exactly. we will need yes. a shepherd to go ahead and do this. And isn't it funny how much we think we can figure it out? I mean, oh, I'm so I, embarrassed. I, yes. <laughs> I worry myself silly sometimes trying to figure out 
how to navigate the road ahead. And yeah, I'm yes. not saying we sit around and just twiddle no. our thumbs and say, Lord's going to just show us in the skies, but we don't turn to him like we ought to sometimes. I, I just right. marvel at how much time I waste thinking that I can think my way out of a problem. That I could sit oh. there and think my way out of it. Figure it Figure out. Figure out, right? A hundred percent. Daryl and I, uh, my husband and I, we went to, um, we were serving uh, Wycliffe, Netherlands in the spring. And while I was there, I wanted to go see a shepherdess there in the Netherlands and sit with her and her flock. And and she kind of told me her journey to become a shepherdess and, um, and the care that these sheep require and how attentive she is to their every need. Mm-hmm. And during our time there in the Netherlands, Daryl and I were trying to navigate how to go from point A to point B all of the time because you're, you're working in a different language. And yeah. Daryl had ter- turned to me at one point and said, isn't it a wonderful thing that in our Christian life, it's not that we have to figure out a map. As long as we are with Jesus, who is the way, he will figure out all of the details forward. Like he is the mm-hmm. road. We don't yes. have to keep, we spend so much energy trying to figure it out. If we spent even just a fraction of that energy saying, Lord, how do I surrender to you? How do I abide in you? How do I stay conscious and aware of your presence all of the time? How do I lean on you? And trusting that he is the way, he will unfold it with each step of our obedience and our faithfulness as we stay close to him. What does that look like? Maybe that looks like memorizing scripture so we can keep returning to it. Maybe that looks like setting a timer on our phone to stop morning, noon, evening, can I pray a psalm right now? How do I keep mm. turning my focus and turning my eyes towards him? For me, like it says, it, it requires putting, I mean, I am a sheep that needs to come back to water over and over and over again. I have at the, um, at the coffee station there in the kitchen, the Psalter, this book of Psalms right there mm. open on a stand. So I keep returning to it because I am a sheep that will go wayward, left, right, and center. And ultimately, I mean, you know, what? we live in a culture that is forming and shaping and trying to grab our attention all of the right. time. And I am a sheep that is distracted. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I love that the, what you said about a shepherd being so attentive to the flock, because yes. I think that's the difference. And that's what I love about Pilgrim in general. But just yes. when we look at the character of God, yes, because there's one thing to see him as a leader or a guide, but the word shepherd carries with it such yes. an intimate connotation, yes. right? Like he's involved and attentive and really with you in a different way than just following somebody. You're following yeah, a shepherd, you, but it's different. If you could follow Anne around on her farm, and I know I was oh only there for 24 hours. I'm right? going to try and make it. But here's oh, the, please. Right? <laughs> we need to go. Actually, actually, yes. we, I think we oh. really do need to. Oh, make a road I think this out, actually so. is a moment. And you'll have to bring, I want I want kids and husbands. <laughs> I want the whole gang. <laughs> it, you would love it. But if to oh. watch her, and I think we should have Anne describe the role of a shepherd. But yeah. to watch her in her life her her mind is always out there with her sheep she's always aware of what they need I mean she'd be in the middle of a conversation be like I need to go feed them and then who's checked up like she always knows what they need and where they're at and it's been well actually go back at the beginning I for the first 2020 happened and COVID happened and the world shut down and things went kind of crazy um and it was kind of I think for all of us a reset in terms of just evaluating our lives and what are we doing with our lives and it seems like I, I sat down with Daryl and I said you know what I'm not leaving the farm right now for 
all intents and purposes. And um, I had kids that were launching off into the world. And I said, you know, my whole life I've wanted sheep. And I think now is the moment. <laughs> so um, June of 2020, I brought home um, three sheep. And I think right now there's 38 out there right oh my now. Goodness. At one point I was up to 49. So I've done really well to work my way down. Wow. I, found, I found a friend who also actually pastor and his wife who um, became the the shepherds for all the little flock of 10. So they took some of mine. Um, so during that time, I really, um, we have a wall of windows at the back of the house, like you saw, Ruth. And I put in um, four sheep pens back there. So that no matter where I really am, be it in our bedroom, the living room, or the kitchen, I always am looking out at the sheep. Mm. Like last night we were having dinner and um, Shiloh looked out and she goes, oh, wait, is little lovey okay? I think I better run out and look because we are constantly watching them all of the time. When Daryl comes in to sit down to work on bills, his computer actually faces out to the sheep all of the time. So we are, we are constantly. So when, when the Lord says that I am your shepherd, that he watches over Mm -hmm. you and I am, but a fallible amateur shepherd does but I think of the Lord being an infallible good shepherd mm-hmm. what kind of level of attentiveness mm-hmm. does he have over us and there's parts of our lives there's people in our lives and we think you know Lord do you see this do you see what's happening over here do you see this person where they might be in their lives Lord are, are you following them have you forgotten about mm-hmm. them or, or this broken part of our lives and we think like Lord you must be slumbering you must be <laughs> asleep at the wheel there right. but to realize that yeah. he is a good he loves his sheep far more than we I love my sheep. He <laughs> is a infinitely more competent shepherd. This week, um, this weekend at shepherd school, sheep school, um, <laughs> that is what these um shepherds from the UK and Scotland and Sweden were telling us. You have to touch your sheep every mm. single day. You need to be really wow. uh, I couldn't get over it, Ruth. Like right. he said. She said, it's not enough. It was a shepherdess who was actually a vet. And she said, it's not enough to look at your sheep. You need to be walking through with your sheep all the time. You need to be touching your sheep to see, do they have, sheep are these woolly creatures. They can actually be hiding their condition. So you don't Mm -hmm. know actually if they're actually starving, if they actually aren't getting enough minerals, if they actually have enough forage. So she said, "You Mm -hmm. yes. And I thought, oh my how much of my own life do I have this facade and this mm-hmm. mask that I'm healthy and well oh, and so inside good, I'm actually starving. I do, I yeah. haven't been feeding on that, which will actually satisfy my soul. Yeah. And, and the Lord is actually with us. I mean, he's the God who says, I'm Emmanuel. I'm God who with us. He is, has his hands on us. He's touching us. Are we listening to where he says, you need to come back to living waters. Mm-hmm. You need to be eating the bread of life. You need to be feasting here because you've been out foraging on things that are actually leaving you. You're slowly dying and no one even notices it. And I could resonate so deeply. Mm-hmm. So if I came home with anything, I told Daryl, you know, it's not enough to just watch my sheep. Am I touching my sheep? Mm. And the Bible tells us that Jesus says he knows his sheep. Yes. And so this is not just a knowing like, oh, I've got this number, but that he knows them one by one, knows exactly where there's a limp and where there's a ailment, where, what they exactly right? The condition of your sheep. Yes. And Daryl says, when I'm, when I leave now, he will often text me a picture of him and Shiloh out with the sheep. 
and say, and say, I love you. I have fed your sheep. I love that. I love but that. he said, but he says, you know, when I go out there, they don't baa and cry mm. for me. He said, mm. they know your voice. And yeah. so when I, every time mm. I step out and as soon as I say, hello, everyone starts bawing because, Aww. and I think in my own life, do I really know, do I really know the Lord's voice when he says, this is the way walk in it? Or am I distracted on here? Culture's voice or societal pressures that, oh, I'm supposed to actually be doing this. And you know what? God is calling each of us to live a particular life story for his honor and glory. And it's going to look different than our neighbors. And if we are in close communion with him and actually abiding in him, there's no fear when our life story looks different from someone Mm -hmm. else's. We know that our shepherd is calling us this way. If you followed me or Grace Lace for very long, you know we're big fans of preaching truth to ourselves because what we say to ourselves about who God is and who we are is what we'll end up believing. Choosing to rehearse truth is the difference between seeing our situations as hopeless or hopeful. What better words to plant into our hearts and minds than the very word of God? What would it look like for you and me to memorize God's word? You might be thinking, wait, I'm no good at memorizing scripture. And that's exactly why I want to tell you about Dwell Differently. Dwell is a company that helps you memorize one Bible verse each month. One verse becomes two verses, becomes three verses, and the next thing you know, you have a whole arsenal of verses stored up in your heart and mind. Words to combat your anxious thoughts in the middle of the night, words to speak to your friends who's struggling, words that transform your life. God's own words for you. Dwell is a monthly membership of scripture designed to help you and your family easily memorize God's word. Members receive a kit in their mailbox with temporary tattoos or stickers, a keychain, and a print featuring a unique way to memorize the verse. Learn more at dwelldifferently.com and use the code GRACELACED for your... Learn more at dwelldifferently.com and use the code GRACELACED for your first month free. And you've shared um, various parts of your story in mm. several amazing books. Mm. And mm-hmm. just like um, the three, mm. all three of us have stories that are not public mm. and we don't share yeah. everything yeah. in all yeah. the books that we write or the podcasts yeah. we, um, you know, speak on. But mm-hmm. the some of the stories that you've told have been really mm. poignant stories, which relief or resolution or peace Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. restoration didn't happen immediately. Mm -hmm. I think of each of the stories you tell in Mm -hmm. um, One Thousand Gifts, Mm -hmm. in um, Mm -hmm. The Broken Way, in Waymaker. Mm -hmm. Um, These are not quick one and done like, oh, Mm -hmm. this is the moment where everything is fine. And so when you think about God as our shepherd, Jesus mm-hmm. as the good shepherd, really, when he describes himself that way, he, it's it, we don't actually know exactly where we're going to end up. We just need to follow him, right? Yeah, exactly. We are literally just step by step, day by day saying, I cannot even survive today unless I follow my shepherd. That's how sheep are, right? They mm-hmm. really can't go feed themselves. They can't go... <laughs> figure out how to protect themselves from the wolves. Not they don't know all. how to make sure that they don't end up um, off a cliff. Like yes. they really have to yes. just say, I trust the voice of my shepherd and I'm going to follow him. Yes. So I guess my question is as much as you're willing to share about it, but mm-hmm. how do you find, um, can you 
think of a particular mm-hmm. season or circumstance in which you had to just listen to his voice day by day and mm-hmm. the journey was long in the process of following him because I think for I think our brothers and sisters who are listening to this podcast I think it's really easy for someone to think oh so you you wrote a book on it I'm sure that wrapped up real mm. neat and tidy mm-hmm. or that out. sometimes it just feels like when we read Psalm 23, you know, the, the ultimate, mm-hmm. you know, shepherding, mm-hmm. um, Psalm, mm-hmm. it seems like that attitude, you know, oh, he leads me beside still waters. I'm so co- confident in his leading. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I will walk in, um, his mm-hmm. kindness and mercy forevermore. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we think of that, that as being like, the state of mind all the time. Yeah. But I know most of the time I don't operate confident in Psalm 23 unless I preach it back to myself and remind yes. myself how yes. good of a shepherd he is. And so yes. I just would love for you to share with our audience that mm-hmm. Ann Voskamp does not have a Psalm 23 mindset every day of her life either. <laughs> you know, oh, that goodness, it no. may not always feel no. like goodness and mercy follow me all the days of my life right. or that it's always besides still waters. And so yes. what do you do? to follow your shepherd and to trust his character when Mm -hmm. sometimes it feels like you just want to sit off in the corner and not, not get up and follow him. Right. Well, Ruth, what is the year? Was that 2018? You and I, is that 2018 or is that 2019? Maybe it's 2019. Um, What year did I go to Israel? Yeah. Um, 20. I think it was 18. Yeah. I think 2018 you and I, Ruth, a whole posse of our children and our mm-hmm. fine, kind husbands went to Israel. Mm-hmm. And we could see shepherds out on the hillsides mm-hmm. shepherding their flocks of sheep. And you think about Psalms 23. It says, he leads me to green pastures. And when you go to Israel, you go, oh, wait. Mm-hmm. Where is that? <laughs> where, where are these it's lush? Not, it's not it North doesn't, Carolina. You know, it's not it's like not North Carolina. Grass. It does not. No, it looks brown and barren. Can But that flock is trusting the shepherd, is taking them to the green pasture one bite at a time. Mm-hmm. And it is not us. I think sometimes we think, well, now I'm saved. I know this about the Lord. Now my life should look straight lined and easy. I, I should now know exactly how to live out this Christian life. And I think when we think about what it means to abide in a shepherd... Abide, etymologically, that word is related to the word abode. Mm -hmm. Do you go ahead and abide in, make Christ your abode moment by moment? Ruth, you have six wonderful sons, a gift from the Lord. We have seven children. Raising children is a long, decade-long a decade-long experience, decades of, <laughs> of intentionality, day by day by day. These things require trust and abiding and making Christ your home ab- yes. as your abode, moment by moment. Because it is, it is really easy when you're a sheep to get up and be afraid of the shadows every day. It is very easy to get up every day and, and, and actually see. There are wolves nipping at the at the heels of our children. And they are and, watching and they are lurking about. Yeah. Yes, those are real fears. Mm-hmm. And if if we don't keep our eyes on the shepherd, not as a one-time 
event right. or on a Sunday morning or even just when we sit down with our Bible reading in our journal every morning. It is, we are going to have to make our abode in that good shepherd throughout the day, moment by moment, because as sheep, we get scared. And I just think, Ruth, if I, stories that I told in either 1,000 Gifts or Broken Way or Waymaker, the most tender parts of my heart are those familial stories, the stories of being in relationship with our children mm-hmm. and with our, our husband, our partner, um, our wife. Those those tender places in relationship, that is where the enemy wants to steal, kill, and destroy and undermine. And whether it's planting seeds of entitlement in our life, mm-hmm. whether it's planting seeds of discontent, or if we can begin to operate um, in my mothering life, I could, uh, my default could be anger, but I'm really actually afraid of something. I'm afraid that children are going to fall off the way. So so lots of times anger is really fear that's masked. I'm at root. I am a sheep that has lost her way and doesn't have my eyes on the shepherd. And I am so grateful that Jesus is not just the good shepherd who leaves the 99 and comes after the one, one time. He is the shepherd who leaves the 99 and comes after me day after day after day and returns me. Is it Martin Luther who says the repentance is the constant posture of the Christian? So as a yeah. Christian, I constantly have to be turning my eyes back to the shepherd yes. who returns me to that little that little path as a little pilgrim sheep that keeps mm. following the shepherd. But if I don't have if I don't keep scripture close to me, if I don't keep my mind saturated in him, if I don't keep having um, rhythms of life that either it's gratitude or turning towards praise or singing hymns or having a book like Pilgrim laid out on a coffee table beside my bed to keep turning my eyes, not only not only will I go wayward, but because I'm part of a flock, I can be res- part of leading my family astray, my church community astray. Like we're each responsible as sheep, because one sheep goes astray and, oh, the other sheep all go, oh, maybe we should be going this way too. Right. Like and the do intention, <laughs> they do yes. that all of the time. <laughs> so we need to, like, we are, we are a flock together. So I, yeah. I want my family, my extended family, my church community, mm. my neighborhood to go in the way of Christ. I need to be intentional then. How am I keeping my eyes fixed on the shepherd? The crazy thing is we are sheep. That's just a fact. It's not even like you can decide whether you are or not. We're not like sheep. We are sheep. We are sheep, are sheep right? Yes. But, it, but we get to choose whether we adopt the posturing mm. where we remember and we remind ourselves yes. and those around us to encourage one another as long as it's called today so that we might not be hardened by sins, sins yeah. deceitfulness. That's the whole point point, right? If we encourage one another that we remind each other that we are sheep, then our posture comes about this whole thing, remembering uh, we can't make heroes out of one another. We, no one is the leader. Jesus is the leader. I can't lean on even the best Bible teacher to be the shepherd of my soul. I need Jesus to be the shepherd. So Mm -hmm. Of course, people are fallen. Pastors fall. Bible yes. teachers fall. Your favorite yes. person yes. in your life may not live up to your standard, but Jesus will never fail you because he is the mm. actual true good shepherd. And I think we need to remember, remind each other that we are not to look to other sheep to be the yes. shepherd. Yeah. Yes. We are all sheep. And if we would adopt that posture, we would do so well to encourage yes. one another daily, right? 
Well, yes, and I, I mean, I just I return to it often what Charles Spurgeon wrote, and my my soul settles then when I return to where he points my eyes. We have all things and abound, not because I have a good store of money in the bank, not because I have skill and wit with which to win my bread, but because the Lord is my shepherd. Mm, it's not amen. that we need all of these. And we, we I, I have spent so much energy and time and life thinking, oh, to survive, I need to work so hard to get X, Y, mm. or Z. How much of my energy can I go ahead and just use to turn my eyes to Jesus and say, I have a shepherd. Mm. Could I actually use all this energy that I'm expending in worry and in fear <laughs> and anxiety, listening to him to say, oh, Lord, you want me to walk this way? <laughs> the energy is spent so much more um, worthwhile if I can spend it. Lord, I want to do what you've asked me to do. Make me a faithful sheep. Make me obedient as opposed yeah. to spending the energy being anxious. When I'm being anxious, it's really a cue that I have forgotten that I have a good shepherd. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Yeah, I love the hymn that is paired with this attribute yes. in Pilgrim is all the way my Savior leads me. <laughs> and I just think, wow, uh, even just that title sums up so much of our conversation, right? Like that's that's the crux of it. As our good shepherd all the way until we reach our true home with him for eternity, he will lead us. I mean, when you really move that from a cerebral level, Eve, down mm -hmm. to where all my fears are, oh, wow, yeah. that, that completely unknots everything. You mean to tell me yeah. that if one of my children gets sick, if my husband has a diagnosis or an accident and I lose him tomorrow, if the economy implodes, if war erupts, wait, all I have to go back to all the way, mm -hmm. my Savior leads me. Like, yeah. I mean, that just, that completely erases all of the fear and all of the angst. Do I not trust that our good shepherd is going to lead me all the way home, all the people that I love all the way home? Yeah. And I think I think lots of times we think, right now, all the way my savior leads me to a good life this side of heaven, to a, a, a nice right. bank account, <laughs> a, a good a good vacation, my life. No, where right. is he leading me? All the way to home. This world is not my home. Yeah. Here is not going to be easy. I am an exiled and a foreigner here. He's leading us towards home. So it's not about the sheep being safe this side of heaven. He is keeping right. my soul safe and he's going to lead me into deeper communion with him and lead me all the way home to eternity with himself. And I think, you know, it's just one thing, all the way my savior leads me right now into the promised land of his presence here with me today. That is arriving. I yeah. keep returning to arriving is ultimately abiding. That, that, mm, that yes. is literally all I word. need is not to arrive at a place, but am I abiding yeah. in a person, the person of Jesus Christ? And Ruth, what I just, I, I love pilgrim. Not only are you focusing on who I am, I am a pilgrim on the way. I shouldn't. I shouldn't get too attached to things here on earth. Mm -hmm. You are keeping my eyes fixed on who the character of my good shepherd, my Abba father actually is. And you are leading me back to, I just think the richness of hymns that mm -hmm. can lodge in our hearts that we can sing today and tomorrow. That is so easy. Ruth, when I, I woke up the day after the pilgrim event in Dallas and I told you, oh my, look at this. I have a hymn stuck in my mm -hmm. head from <laughs> last night. These, yeah. 
when we sing hymns, we are walking on the tried and true path of yeah. all of generations and all the saints that have gone before us. And I just, Ruth, you are, you got to come and come to our little stone church where every Tuesday night we gather as a little community I and circle up a bunch of too. Yes. I love Ruth stood there, saw the sign that says right on our little main street, love to sing hymns, join us on Tuesday nights. The songbook of the Bible is full of reminders that the psalmist wrote as songs to preach truth to themselves. Can I just read the lyrics to All the Way My Savior Leads Me? I'm just going to read it because (laughs) I I was trying to pick which one, but just three quick verses. I'm going to read it. All the way my Savior leads me, what have I to ask beside? Can I doubt his tender mercy? who through life has been my guide, mm. heavenly peace, divinest comfort, here by faith in him to dwell, for I know whatever befalls me, Jesus doeth all things well. <laughs> all the way my Savior leads me, cheers each winding path I tread, gives me grace for every trial, feeds me with the living bread. Mm. Though my weary steps may falter, and my soul a thirst may be, gushing from the rock before me, lo, a spring of joy I see. Hmm. All the way my Savior leads me, oh, the fullness of his love. Perfect rest to me is promised in my Father's house above. When my spirit, clothed and mortal, wings its flight to realms of day, this, my song through endless ages, <laughs> this is it. Jesus led me all the way. Mm. So Amen. good. So it's good. hard not to tear up with gratitude. Mm. Not just for those words, but for the utter and complete reality of that, yeah. that we actually yes. live in, abide in, is my soul's abode yes. every single day. Ruth, as you were reading those hymns, maybe I've missed it. But does does Grace Lace, does does Ruth and Eve, is there a, a QR code that I can move my my cam my camera to that would give me <laughs> the playlist for all yeah. the hymns of Pilgrim? Because yeah. that I want I'll send it to you. Yes, there. <laughs> we'll, we'll put it in the show notes as well. We'll put it in show notes, yeah. Because, because it's so good. Yeah. Yes, yes. Because I think if we, we need our lives as sheep, we need a soundtrack. And there is no richer soundtrack. If we could, I mean, I wish in some ways... Um, I wish I knew how to sing the Psalms, like the Psalter. Of, mm-hmm. uh, and, and we have some um, some modern day hymnists that are actually Shane and Shane are putting songs. Yeah, City in, of Light. And make, and, yes, there's and the uh, Gettys. Poor, oh my goodness! Poor, is it poor Bishop? Oh, am I getting them right? Oh, yes, they've actually gone ahead and done all of this, all 150 yes, of some mm-hmm. of the Psalms. So I think to know the Psalms, but just to go back to the hymns that have been tried and true songs yeah. of the faith. And if we can have those lodge in our hearts there, I love singing on Tuesday nights because not only when you sing hymns, are you, you're literally preaching gospel back to mm-hmm. yourself. You are singing robust doctrine that yeah. edifies the body. And so many times when you're singing together in community, the hymns, it's like, praying a prayer for your family, mm-hmm. for your community that has Absolutely. been prayed for, for centuries. So Absolutely. just thank you, Ruth, not, to not only to pair 
the characteristics of God, <laughs> but pairing them with the hymns. It's a way that actually you can keep singing the hymns over and over like a little, like yeah. a little sheep that keeps buying truth back to herself. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. It's like every road trip has a good soundtrack, right? Like you need yes, your jams. So you pilgrims do. on the road. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> oh, and thanks so much for yeah taking the time to sit and chat and share your shepherding ways with us. Um, I would love for you to tell our listening audience a little Mm -hmm. bit, what kind of projects are you working on right now? How do they find you if they're not already familiar with you? Uh, Yeah. So right now I am, I am working on finishing up edits for one book that will take us through the book of John chapter by chapter, the following the life of Jesus. We're pilgrims. Are we following the way himself? What does that Mm. actually look like? And I just, um, I know no greater joy than to actually dig in to scripture itself and how do we actually track with Jesus and keep company with him. Mm. So I'm thrilled about that book, working through the book of John. And I am beginning a book that actually takes us through the Psalms And what does it look like to actually live a life that keeps rhythm and company with Jesus Mm. to the Psalms? So I am finishing and um, beginning. And I guess, yeah, if anyone wants to find me, I'm here on the farm a lot of days with (laughs) the sheep. But if they can't make it to the farm, where can we find you online? (laughs) Yeah, I am uh, just like AnneBoskamp.com or I'm on Instagram Mm -hmm. as Ann Boskamp or Facebook as Ann Boskamp. But if anybody wants to pop into the farm and help me feed the (laughs) sheep, I will take that help any day of the week. I'll be right over for sure. Oh my goodness. Thank you, friend. Um, Thank you so much for joining us today. But you know, Ruth, just thank you for being behind the scenes, Mm. a fellow sheep who preaches gospel back to me in such faithful, obedient, cruciform ways. Know the Voss camps, love the Simons with all of our hearts. And it is a joy to be pilgrims on the way, with the way, in the way of Jesus himself with you all. Eve and Ruth, you know that I think the absolute world of both of you. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, we love you so much and consider you a sister that Mm. um, we would walk with anywhere, mm-hmm. anytime. So, Well, you, you might want to lean over at dinner tonight and ask Troy if he's open to the idea of sheep out there in Colorado. <laughs> That's right. I'll let you know what he says. I can't wait to hear. <laughs> Thank you. God go with you, my friends. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. We hope it's been an encouragement to your soul, regardless of where your pilgrim journey finds you today. If you find this podcast enjoyable, we would be so honored if you would take a minute to rate the show and leave a review on whatever platform you use to listen. And if you haven't already, grab a copy of Pilgrim, now available wherever books are sold. Learn more at pilgrimbook.com.